Let's say something different now. It's a Glover Street. Glover Street? Yeah. That's fucking miles away. Where's Glover Street? That's like, you know, the thin road as if you're going up to the Craigie Cross. The chippy. Road up to Craigie Cross. You know, if you go past the swimming... Yes, 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 yes. I fucking hate that road. That's a nightmare. Yeah. Gives me the fear. When I, I, when I first started driving... Uh, I remember I was with someone in the car and I was like, I just didn't know when to go and when not to go. I know there's signs clearly there that say, you know, you have the right of way when you're going in and then when you're in the middle, you have to give yeah. way. But I just didn't know what to do. Uh, I, I, see, driving anywhere that isn't the UK gives me anxiety. Really? Like, I was watching my cousin's husband who was driving us around in Holland. Oh, that would bother me. Fucking yeah, terrified me, man. Yeah, too many bikes too. Like, well, it's same in America, isn't it? Because you drive on the right hand side. Yeah, blows my mind. Absolutely blows my mind. I snap right back into it when I'm there. Yeah, and, and then, but it takes me a while to adjust when I come back here, which is weird. Because I mean, you said you have to drive more aggressively over there. Oh, you have to. Yeah, that like, takes a while to get used to. Yeah, I'm not an aggressive driver. Uh, I, I mean, I am, but you won't get anywhere. That's <laughs> Stresses me out, man. Too, I'm, I, maybe I need to learn it, and maybe that's what I need to do. I need to drive in New York. Yeah, I'll just drive somewhere that isn't the UK. Saying that, if I'm honest, I don't like driving outside the Perth. Like new places frighten me. Uh, see, I don't mind driving anywhere. I don't mind driving anywhere uh, in Scotland. I don't think I've driven in England yet. Like big cities, and stuff like that. Nah, that fucks me up. I can't. Everyone's like, I'm afraid of four lane traffic. I don't, I like four lane. I love you got motorway. more. Don't yeah, know, I'll drive on a motorway all day. Okay. Yeah, shit's easy. But I mean, like actual like urban driving. Yeah. Like, I drove. I had to drive into the centre of Glasgow once, and that was fucking. Yeah, that's a headache. That was terrifying. That is a headache. Yeah. These people are again so angry. I think it's just big cities <laughs> just bring out the worst in people. Yeah, it's nice cars and angry drivers. Yeah, yeah that's Glasgow. I was in Glasgow. We'll talk about that in a sec, but yeah. I was in Glasgow not too long ago. Uh, but I wasn't stressed. Oh, I, actually, there's a whole story behind that. Right? Let's get into yeah, it. Yeah. Get into, okay. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Perth's Premier Podcast, Monkey Sword Fight. With me, your host, Jordan Patrick, and yeah. my co host, El Grande Nippes. The Big Nip. The Big Nip. El Nipperino. The M E T H V E N man. Here I am. Here I am. The Medvin man. And Dipping Dots. Dipping Dots. Your boy Dots. By Dip Dirty Mike and the Boys. Yeah, I got it all, baby. Word with Dots. Word with Dots. Life is like a camera. Focus on what's important. Capture the good times. Develop from the develop from the negatives. And if things don't work out, just take another shot. That was terrible. <laughs> the most word with thoughts word with Yeah. Uh, I thought I wasn't unprepared though, but I did have one. There you go. Nailed. We'll, we'll, we'll get this out of the way early. Your, Andy, your old dad, Andy Mac, has been uh, entrapped. Yes. <laughs> we're going to get the. All the Patreon funds are going to go toward getting Andy Mac a dinghy, and yeah. we're going to get him out here. <laughs> yeah. Andy Mac was due to be with us. We even put it on the Facebook post. Yeah. And he messaged about. Thought about an hour ago just to say that he went to try and leave his house and the end of his mom's road is flooded so he's not a strong swimmer your so we'll get you know that has stuck in forfer so he will be back with us soon yes uh, however this is the return to the weekly episode one way or another yeah um, Andy Mac's new spot should be getting set up real soon hell yeah and we'll go back to a fully produced shite talking hour live with guests and bells and whistles oh yeah uh, quite but we do have we, we did say this to the Patreon but I'll put this, I was thinking about this okay so the Monkey Sword Fight Night Out okay 29th of November yes I say we make an event 
What do you mean? Just put up a group thing. Just invite a load of people. Oh, okay. So we just get as many people want to come along as possible. Good idea. I'm thinking we maybe take some videos on the night. Put them up. Slap it together. Stick it up on the Patreon. Yeah, we will do a live bra and all wherever live we go. Smashed. <laughs> all right, that's a good idea. Yeah. So, um, also this week's pod is brought to you by David Hunter, painter and decorator. David Hunter, painter and decorator. Uh, now, I don't know if you've if you've been listening to our shows. Mm-hmm. You know, my good friend Mike here has been some uh, had some trouble. We did, yes. Yeah, so finally got the the crack in the side of the house fixed hallelujah great so I patched all that up it was a little, little rough getting him out there but he got out there fixed it. he's coming back in, a, in the next couple of days to put the rough casting over where he cemented it up so uh, need to get in contact with David Hunter soon we gotta get him out there see there if he is. can we'll, let, we'll leave him for a little while probably once the weather clears up but he is taking bookings for next spring and mm-hmm. summer so we're Those gonna get in contact with him quick interior and exterior work the boys time served hell yeah sure painter and decorator like Mike says was mainly in Perth, but can be convinced to travel <laughs> to the, the surrounding areas and may travel further if required. So if you're needing any interior or exterior painting and decorating done, contact David Hunter by email, David Hunter Paint, Painter. Uh, let me try that again. dhpainteranddecorator at gmail.com or on Facebook, search for David Hunter, Painter and Decorator, and let them know Dirty Mike and the Boys sent you. <laughs> All right, Patreons. Patreons. Um, Ali Cook. Ali put some feedback up. I think he did. Oh, no, he sent me something about... He sent, he sent, I'm sure he sent stuff to the, the page. To the group, yeah. I'll figure that out. We'll find that right now. Uh, Callum McLaughlin. Yeah. Chapstick still on tour. <laughs> what kind of crack She's she an sell? arms dealer. This oh, is what man. I'm telling you. Uh, Chapstick 69 still on tour, writing dirty words in the sand. <laughs> that makes me laugh. Every time, <laughs> no, every single time I'm like, my favorite was herpes when she wrote herpes. She did there. actually. She sent us a message. Um, she went to well in the Philippines, and she sent us a photo of where she was listening from. Mm-hmm. So do that more. Where send us photos? Where are you listening? That's a good idea. Send us a photo of where you're listening. It's like you work in social media and I don't. <laughs> you're getting all the social I'm just media on stuff. Fire right now. But I yeah, you. Yeah, so yeah, hit us up. Let us know where you're listening. Craig McCaffrey. Craig. David. Uh, Craig McCaffrey. Um, Danielle Miller. Shout to Danielle. Fraser Reefy. You haven't spoke to Fraser in a, Fra- Fraser in a while. The other day, oh. Reefy print is back up and running. Um, I actually need to get in contact when I've got some money for myself and get myself some. I know, I need to get a hoodie. Monkey Sword Fight gear, so hit us up. Night and day. Uh, hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Uh, Roddy Badass. Team Hot Rod Day with a mini Hot Rod as well. Oh. Cutting about no work. Two Hot Rods better than one. Yeah. Um, Sean Bartlett was speaking to Sean before. Sean. Uh, work and Steven Stosh Tosh. Big Stosh. Speak with Stosh every Sunday in the group chat. Yeah. Uh, for football uh, uh, so we do have some feedback is it feedback do we roll straight out of feedback dive in uh, so we had a few polls up on the page uh, let's have a wee butchers I did have it We butchers a wee butchers hook a look ah uh, never go. heard that one a rhyming slang um, so the first one was uh, people wearing airpods all the time mm-hmm. now I think a lot of people just took this as to mean people who wear airpods yeah. Well. So we'll <laughs> they hate him either so way. So it's Big Stosh. <laughs> no, I'm not sure. If, see, take from this what you will. He's left it very vague in his <laughs> opinion. So Stosh writes, it's the big, biggest pile of poserish wank since the iPhone itself. Wow. <laughs> Someone's <laughs> got an Android. <laughs> Ali Cook also uh, if she'd, um, put, but it annoys Stosh, so can I change my vote now? <laughs> um 
Ali Cook put, you do that shit all the time, you're going to end up with ears full of impacted wax with sweat, bacteria and hair in it. What the fuck, man? Yeah, it's not nice. <laughs> Bobby Parker, riding the suspension wave. Mm. Not even bra, no, <laughs> just to sim- just simplify to dick. <laughs> um, Bobby Parker then further writes, unless you've got tunes on the go 24-7, if not, take them out. Looks like something about Mary. Ah, <laughs> oh, it does, yeah. The jizz hanging from the ear. Yeah. Uh, Stuart Galley. Uh, put, People leave them in when I'm trying to cut their hair. Bro, you're not impressing anyone. Well, yeah, that's weird. That's, that's just... Weird. I assume seems, it's just in the way. That seems rude. It does seem rude, yeah. Because you want to talk to your barber. Yeah, really, I always... I always cash so if I, I've got the, the wired ones, whenever I go out for a smoker at work, and if I've got my head off my music on... And if I'm speaking to someone, I'll take them out. Yeah. Because I feel like it's just rude to have... Even if there's no music in, mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of rude to just have them sitting there. Yeah. I, I kind of went through that today. I had someone talking to me at my desk while I was working, and I, I paused it, but I left it in, and I was kind of lo- like... I saw him looking at it, and I was like, all right, let me just take this out of my ear now, because yeah. I'm not listening to... I'm listening to you, yeah. but here. Um, I always seen as well, this always drives me mental. It's a pet hate of mine. And it sounds like it's mostly young people, but when you see someone walking with their friend, yeah, and they've got one earphone in, oh out, yeah, so it's like they're still listening to music. But I'm just like, fucking no. You know what else I hate? Speaking of earbuds, when you see two like teenagers walking down the street and they have one, they have one set of earbuds, but they're like sharing them. Yeah. Oh, stop! So it, it was just for that one. It was a resounding no, eight percent to twelve percent. So that was a that was a doozy. Spanked it. Um, let's have a look. We also had Mike told us last week about losing his child at Disneyland. There were some good ones on here. Yeah. yeah so yeah, we had, we asked if anyone had uh, any stories about getting lost. Billy Morrison. Uh, he just puts. I remember the days when a kid would just be left outside of the shops that the guardians were visiting. I wouldn't move far though. Far too timid of a child. My kid, however, if I did that, they'd be statistics. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Billy's kids named Archer, his son, that's after a, after the TV show. That's an awesome name, yeah. yeah. So shout out to him. Uh, Suzanne Milne. My mum told me today that on a school trip to Edinburgh Zoo around 40 years ago, it was a small school where all the parents went along on the trip too. They had been at the rhino enclosure for a bit, then moved on as a group to whatever was next. When they got there, my mum turned to glance at my brother, only to find out he wasn't there. Turns out he was about 10 metres into into the rhino enclosure. What? Stroking the baby rhino. The male adult was about 10 metres away from him in the other direction. So my mum tried to keep it calm, cool, by telling him, probably through very good teeth, to come out now. <laughs> Apparently he was saying, oh, but look, it's lovely. So he went on to describe the next few minutes, and whilst it's not technically funny, I was ending myself. Apparently all the other kids were like, oh, cool, Richard's getting to stroke the baby rhino. <laughs> He was coaxed back to the wall of the enclosure and grabbed up over and unscathed. Oh, That's fucking crazy. That is like put like put my parental yeah. arse has just dropped. Like, <laughs> can you imagine? Nah, I couldn't imagine. You don't fuck with rhinos. No. Oh. I don't want my kids near horses. Like Connie nah, had them up petting horses a couple months ago, and I was like, no, 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 <laughs> don't do that. Uh, Stevie Cook writes I once got lost in the old Goldbergs in Glasgow showing my age here what's Goldberg is that like I, a- I have no idea uh, <laughs> but Paul McGuinness wrote Stevie Cook you get lost with Ikea flat packs instructions so it's a nice <laughs> wee bit of back and forth there <laughs> Scott Brown uh, me and my old man used to go to B&Q occasionally and play hide and seek very strange don't ask <laughs> very strange <laughs> one time I climbed into an outdoor bench which also had a, st- a storage compartment underneath 
My old man never found me for about an hour and a half. He was panicking. I was pissing myself. <laughs> That's fucking so, uh, crazy. Yeah. Nice one. Actually, let's, we'll put another one. See if you can tell us your wildest childhood stories. Wild childhood stories. Is there anything you can remember like that you think about now that you did that would like just send you a tiz if your kids did it? Not really childhood. I was I was a big puss when I was when I was really young. But I remember when one of my friends first got his car, uh, he had a uh, a sunroof, and for some reason I ended up on top of the car while they were like holding me through the sunroof and him just like flying down the road. I don't I don't know why I was doing this. I think what scares me more than anything is like my kid going to uh, festivals. Yeah, well, I, I remember the nick I got in at festivals. Oh God. Like, and <laughs> I'm surprised now because I never ever felt out of control. But looking back, I'm probably like, fuck me. I wasn't probably. <laughs> I was out of control. I, I was out of control. <laughs> uh, last week we uh, we discussed we we had opposing opinions on the Joker movie. Yeah. Um, and can I just say I didn't think it was a bad no, no, movie. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think the right. majority of people agree with you. those who didn't think it was life changing. Agreed that it was great. Yeah, and that. Um, Joaquin Phoenix is fucking tremendous in it. Yes. Um, so Brian Howie writes, uncomfortable to watch, but nonetheless a classic disp- depiction on how easily the descent into a spiral of mental illness can affect oneself. Just hand Phoenix the Oscar now. Hell yeah. I think you've got a good one. Uh, Sean, big Sean shouts. Uh, oh, hi, Chuff. Chuff's making her entry. Chuff's making her entry. Hello. Hi. Hello. We've recorded. How are you? You're live on the Monkey Sword Fight podcast. Oh, is that already started? It has. Oh. Do you want to come and join them? You're right. You're right. Hi. Sorry. All right, we're just doing feedback. Uh, Sean's writes, outstanding film, real deep political slash societal message in there too about what can happen when you keep looking after the rich and treating the poor like dirt closer Hmm. to home than people realise. Ooh. Davey Orange kept it short and sweet. Very, but I wouldn't make a sequel. I agree with Davey O. Yeah. But I think I'd like to keep self-contained. Stevie Mac, I thought it was excellent. It'll be interesting to see how he develops in the next one. Alex McClintock, I thought it was really powerful and portrayed a struggle with mental health. Also up there with the best actor to play the Joker. Now, somebody was saying this to me about trying to compare who was better. Was it uh, Phoenix or was it... Um, Heath Ledger mm-hmm. and I think they're completely different ballparks okay because like the actual the Ledger one was an actual comic book film whereas Joaquin Phoenix yeah was, that's was true a, good point although it was set in the Batman universe was not it wasn't a Batman movie it wasn't movie. a comic book film no yeah which kind of threw me off but yeah. still a good movie uh, Lee Boyd I don't think it was the masterpiece some of the reviews supposedly said mm-hmm I do think it was really well executed to uh, take on the Joker story and found it thoroughly entertaining. Yeah. Uh, Comic saw it was decent, but not the masterpiece everyone makes out. And apparently he thinks you could see the Pound Shot Fight Club twist coming 20 minutes ahead of time. The <laughs> Pound Shot Fight Club twist. Uh, Phoenix was excellent, though. Uh, John and Tunstall, not seen it yet. No, I'm not going to read yours then. <laughs> Why are you commenting? I know. Um, I think that was it for feedback. Right. Oh, Megan, you missed a doozy of a, a words with dots. Oh. You would yeah. have tried to fold yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I almost folded myself after. I'll actually, I'll actually listen. I was just reading the notes. and I, I can't, well, There was one in the notes. That's really good. Yeah. I missed it. Yeah, yeah you did that one. Uh, I don't see it. 
Oh, it's right at the top there. <laughs> it's, in, it's in bold under the part that says more. Yes, that's the next video. I'm saving that for Andy Mack, baby. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, we're going to another another abbreviated episode. We're not going to yeah, go gonna... long until we get Andy Mack back. Um, me, and we... Chuff, me and Chuff are currently trying to sell the flat. So yeah, okay. every night's been trying to surgically clean. Yeah. Okay. So I'll be out of your hair soon. No, no, it's not. It's not that. There's not much. We're at the point now where it's literally just like we just have to clean up any remnants that we live here. Yeah. <laughs> However, it can't look like why is the place long. empty? However, we had to do some fucking severe DIY, some like quick turnaround shit on Friday and dig out a back garden because mm-hmm. the guy that owns the flat next to tosser hasn't done anything, and uh, we got some feedback that the garden next door was unsightly. Ah. Accurate, to be fair. Yeah. It yeah. looked like crap. And now it has like a patio. So we did that in like 24 hours. Some nice stones and that. You'll have a look on your way out, Mike. I will, yeah. So so you did his garden? Yeah, well, it's empty. Uh-huh. No one's lived there the whole time we've lived there. I've, oh, seen, okay. I've seen the guy who owns it once. He's a fucking tightwad. Doesn't he chip in for anything? Oh. Like when it comes to like upkeep of the building. Um, I'm pretty sure like everyone's like, why doesn't he just rent it out? It like, probably doesn't, probably wouldn't get landlord insurance. Cause yeah. Tosser. So yeah, we literally within... Over the course of about six hours' work over two days, managed to flip an entire oh, garden. That's not bad. Yeah, it's actually quite satisfying. Mm. However, we did the usual thing. You know when you do something like a DIY, and you th- you take a photo after you're like, "Fuck, I never took a before photo." Yeah, yeah. Um, that's me. I yeah. do that all the time. Yeah, so we're like, uh, uh, this is how good it looks now, but it looks so shit before. <laughs> <laughs> got to piece together old photos that yeah. you have on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so what else? What else we got this week? Fucking phone. Uh, I uh, well. I, People who have listened to the show previously would have heard me talk about my friend who uh, he had a, a liver issue. Yes, and uh, we went. To, of course, we went to go drink with him, but unfortunately, he passed away, and uh, went to the funeral. And um, that's why I was in Glasgow. Same before I was in Glasgow, I was driving out there, and uh, it was funny because we were talking about it, like the the group of friends that we've. You know that we were mm. all working with, and we were like, we didn't even actually work with him. Like he didn't, he made it through training, but then just like didn't like show up. <laughs> but we all just stayed friends. You know what I mean? We just all stayed throughout friends throughout the entire time. And um, it was a what is it called again? When you awake? Not awake. Cremation. Cremation. Yeah. Oh, right. So this is about to get grim. But you know they have like the casket like on a stage, and then like I guess they do it for closure purposes. But yeah, they like close the, the curtain. Man, that fucking sent me into another that, world, man. That, <laughs> I was like, oh my god! I don't know what it is, but all the funerals of things I've been, I've always it's always right at the end that gets me. But a cremation is without fail, regardless of my closeness to the person. As soon as those gates close, whoosh, yeah, that's, that's, I'm an emotional man. And then that they, she was reading something from like his first girlfriend about how uh, uh, he like saved her when they were they were trying to swim to Aaron. Uh, that's pretty weird. From wherever closest land point you are, it's pretty weird. Nowhere's that close. I don't know. No. <laughs> Nowhere's close that's enough really that young people should be swimming. And then there were jellyfish that were stinging them, and he got her out of the way, and all this other shit. It was it was kind of, it was kind of funny, but it was kind of a romantic story. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I'm fine, I'm cool. Yeah. But then when the when the curtain closed, I was a fucking mess. And then we went to eat. And then, um, and then I was driving back home to Perth, and I always keep my sister's prayer card, my sister who passed away, her prayer card in my visor, mm-hmm. and it kind of slipped down and fell into my lap as I was as I was driving, and I was just kind of like, oh my god, it got me again. Do you, you get that those days where like where something emotional happens, and yeah. the rest of the day, like it will set you off. Yeah, I, I, 
like I talked about once uh, the day Riley was born I went home I was sat with my little sister just watching some shit on the TV and it was like some programme on E4 about Big Brother around the world mm-hmm. and it was like the 20 most shocking moments from all these different countries and one was where a woman went in like 8 months or nine, like just shy of 9 months pregnant Surely, as soon as, as long as she got past the second week, she was going to give birth in the house, mm-hmm. and they didn't show it. But there was just this scene where, like, you hear this newborn cry, and cause Riley just been born a few hours earlier. Oh, I was yeah. like, "What the hell?" She's like, "Fuck's wrong with me?" I was like, <laughs> "I'm a father now." <laughs> also, uh, that this is like this is the most I've cried in about. Normally they're spaced out with at least six months, yeah. six months, and then I think it was a couple, maybe like a week before that. It's like the stand up to cancer week on what is it on Channel Four or yeah. ITV or whatever, and they they just give people cameras at the end of their life who have cancer and they just let them record, and they let them record. And it was a guy who had cancer like under his arm, uh, and like me and Connie were sitting there on the couch like. Whoa! I couldn't he got married and then he ended up losing all this weight and he ended up dying in the end and I was like oh fuck. how good does a good cry feel though it does oh, yeah. feel good like yeah. a good cathartic cry we would we done it hung over watching the end game yeah no long ago we're like on separate couches you know there's that that photo came up of me and you when we're getting our beard shaved off and we're holding hands yeah that was like me and Megan from like opposite couches <laughs> When Tony Stark dies at the end, just like... <laughs> yeah. That almost got me, too. No, I oh, almost cried at that. Yeah. That was the most people I've ever heard crying in a cinema. Oh, yeah, like yeah. everyone was sobbing. Like, uh, I just don't even think of the prayer card. It's one of those things that not a lot of people are, like, spiritual, but I think at least everyone has a weird story. Yeah, Whether yeah. it's a coincidence or not as to something like that. I'm just a shitty driver and I stop short and slid down. That's yeah. what I'm doing. <laughs> your sister's like, slow the fuck down. I know, right? Like- She's my guardian angel, yeah. <laughs> so these stories all kind of tie in together. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was on Halloween when I went to the funeral and then I got back and um, oh, where was Connie? I don't know. Oh, she was at work. She was working late that night. So there was a bunch of kids. There was a couple of kids that came to the door, for, but not too many, you know. And so you had the the occasional knock, you know. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Left it. it was, someone was at, you still uh, angry because all the folk that were playing chappy chappy at your door. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> so again, I'm down, I was downstairs and I was right by the door. Someone knocked again. Didn't answer it. I was like, I don't want to give out any of certainly any of my American sweets. Not doing that. So then I hear like a really I'm upstairs now and someone's banging on the door boom 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 like the fucking cops boom 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 So you hit the deck No I was like it's probably just kids looking for Halloween candy Again boom 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 And I hear kids outside on the street and I was like what the fuck's going on Then it was like he was doing like a hip hop beat on the door boom 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 and banging on the door and I'm like what the fuck dogs going crazy now So finally now I'm in my bedroom and now I'm walking down the stairs. I'm on the second floor, walking down the stairs, walking to the door, continuous pounding on the door. So now I had turned the lights off at this point, so they must have thought I wasn't home. And they heard the dogs going crazy like they always do, the little fuck, right? So now, banging on the door, mid-pound, I open the door, and the kid almost falls in there. I'm like, please don't knock on this door like that anymore. He's like, oh, oh sorry. <laughs> Took off up the block. It's like, you little fucks. Gotcha, bitch. Oh, mate, that's tremendous. And then, um, so it was fine that day. <laughs> so I don't know if these two are related, these two stories, right? So I get in my car the next morning, and I get I get about halfway to Medvin, and I hear like a weird sound. I was like, oh, what's that? Halfway out of Medvin. Then I get to like, you know where the new motorway is, like by, by Dobie's? Yeah. So I go to make the left there, and I hear... 
my tire is just like flapping in the wind. And I was like, oh shit. I was like, did these motherfuckers cut my tires last night? <laughs> so now I think that it's somebody who's fucking with me. I think it's this kid fucking with me. But then, I, so, so I had to. Well, you, your mistake was when you opened the door, you should have just chinned them. I, I, I should have pulled them inside and tied them up and kept them until yeah. his parents paid ransom. That's what. <laughs> yep. Andy, Andy, edit that out, please. Yeah. <laughs> Andy Mack, but no, I find Andy Mack was here, like, hell yes. So yeah, that was like the first time I had a flat tire um, where I didn't have like a like AAA or something to call and someone to fix it for me. So I, it's funny because I was like, Connie, I need help. I was like, bring me your pump. I had like, she has like this pump that you can, you know, like an electric pump. You plug it into your car, into the yeah. socket, and then it blows up your tire and then it gets you to the, um, the garage or something, the garage. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, she's like, all right, um, she had to go to college that day, but she was like, you know what? Just wait. I'll drop it off on the way down to picking everybody up. And I was like, cool. So I'm sitting in my car and everyone's driving up and looking at you. They're like, oh, what's happening to him? Why is he on the median? Something must have happened. So then I was like, let me check in the back of my car. And I had a pump in my car. I didn't really fucking know. So I opened up the boot and I fucking hook it up there. And then I ended up getting it down to Inveralmond. But uh, 70 pounds later, my fucking tire's fixed. It sucks. <laughs> I, I honestly, I say this all the time, I'm the worst when it comes to, like, I have no idea how to change a tire. Me neither. I have neither. no idea how to fuse a plug. I am shit at DIY. I'm a lifter. I lift things. I lift and take them where things are being told to be put. Apparently, you're supposed to have a jack in your car. Is it a jack? A jacques? Is that what they call it? A jacques maybe up your in, car? Maybe in France. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying to make it sound as if like I don't know what I'm talking about, even though I don't. So, um, so you see you in a guy who's like, oh, yeah, my jacques. Is yeah. Broken. The guy's like, eh? <laughs> Excuse me, sir? <laughs> you're sorry, what? Yeah, so, um, yeah, never changed a tire before. I, I, it was funny because I, I remember saying on this very podcast that I wanted to do that one day. I wanted to just change a tire just for just to say that I've done it and so and I know you, how to do and it. And you shot it when it happened. Yeah, I'm just lazy. <laughs> so shout out to the guy, I think it's at Euro, Euromaster or something like that. Euromaster? Yeah, the That's guy. That's a different thing altogether. They, yeah, I'm a Euromaster. Euro. Uh, the guy took me in about, uh, they opened at 8.30 and then took me in at 8 o'clock. So oh, that was pretty cool. That was nice at Maybe that's why they charged me 70 pounds. <clears throat> what else we got? Um, I'm interested to see what this one is at the top of the thing. Sienna? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So this was, I think it was on Friday I picked her up. Yeah, Friday I picked her up from school and she's like, Dad, I got to a fight. And I was like, uh, what? And she's like, yeah, so-and-so was messing with me. So then I kicked her in the shin and I punched her. And I was like, uh, uh, okay. And then my old, this is my youngest daughter that said this. Yeah. So my oldest daughter was like, yeah, I had to pull her off her. Like, she was going crazy. And I was like, whoa, wait, what? I was like, what's going on here? And she was like, well, you told me that if anyone ever puts their hands on me. And I was like, I was like, fair enough. But I was like, but tell me what, what happened. And she was like, well, so-and-so did this to me and she pushed me. So I punched her in the stomach and I kicked her in the shin. And then she went and told the teacher and the teacher didn't say anything to her. So I didn't get in trouble for it. And I was like, deep inside, I was like, all right, there you go. You sort that, <laughs> sort that shit out. But then I was like, you know what? You can't go fighting in school. <laughs> like, you, there's got to be a different way to handle these things. I was like, you don't want to. You get the fear that they'll get the taste for it. Yes, and she did. It seemed like she did. She got the taste for blood. <laughs> I just see like I now got pictures of Sienna like sitting on a chair in the playground. Yeah. Is that? <laughs> Send her in. This is my playground now. She's got to play that tax. Yeah. <laughs> she's uh, but she's just so little. She know you've seen Sienna. She's so yeah. little and dainty. I can't imagine her like. No, no. I, I see that she got that. She got that look in her eye. And then she was like, "I was like, show me what you did." And then she, of course, she full force booted me in my shin. <laughs> so now I'm, we're in the swimming. I'm rolling on the floor like ah. 
But I just thought it was hilarious that my oldest daughter is holding back my youngest daughter from <laughs> fighting. It's like, oh, all right, who's the who's the oldest here? That's amazing. Thugs, both of them. No, no, I can see that. I can see that. She, she's, she's coy, but I wouldn't fuck with Sienna. She's, uh, speaking of this, yeah, did you get anything about the football team yet, Genefield? I did, yeah, they're full. They're full, that sucks. Yeah, I did ask, though. I had a guy talking to me today about going out to Schoon to play, and I was like, oh, that's kind of far, They've bro. got a decent female setup. They do, yeah, his yeah. daughter plays there, too. Just pull a finger out there, Mike. I said, like, it's kind of far, bro. I don't know, bro. Don't get one, one tip I'll give you is don't get involved in coaching. Why is that? Because it's a pain in the hole. Why? What's going I mean, on? It's very, it's very rewarding, but it's a lot of time. Sunday was pissing it down. Ugh. The game probably should have been called off because the pitch was pretty much flooded. But no, it went ahead. So it's me getting evils from ten parents because they're now having to stand out in the pissing rain on a Sunday morning. Do you not get like a little canopy for them to stand under? Or? What did I look like? <laughs> I brought my big coaching jacket. I was very cozy. If I'm yeah. honest with you, the rest of them just looked ill prepared. What's the saying? There's no such thing as bad weather. Only. Uh Poor outfit choices was that? Was yeah, that exactly. Yeah, I had a giant go. coat, and I was fucking tremendous. Yeah. What else we got going on this week? Um, I feel like I had something to say this week. I can't remember what the fuck it was. Was it? Uh, we didn't talk about the um, the NBA in China thing, did we? Last week. Is that maybe passed now? It has passed. I feel like LeBron's teams of LeBron's of really. Uh, I th- I think that it's uh, like damage control. Yeah, I-, I think that it's funny though that now that like LeBron's playing very well, like everyone's kind of like, oh fuck, what he said about China. We're uh, <laughs> he's cool. He's yeah. averaging a double double so what far this it? year. What was it again? I, I kind of just was like, well, we're going to sports. Sports. sports? Uh, yeah, it was just uh, LeBron. They asked LeBron, uh, the, the GM of the Rockets, said that the, he was siding with the people of Hong Kong, and yeah, this everything. The full text with Yes. Peak. Uh, Is that still going on. Uh, I think so, yeah. I would imagine so. Yeah, I don't think there are. We got a lot of coverage. Mm, Not here, no. Um, And then, uh, so he got fucking in trouble for that. The guy's name is Daryl Morey. He got in trouble for it. So, of course, LeBron being the ambassador of the NBA that he is, he's over in China probably every summer with all, like, the other big names. They asked him about it, and he was, he, he didn't say what the... What most people expected him to say. Yeah. No, he did tell the company line. Yeah. yeah. Um... And I just thought it was funny that a lot of people will stand up for things that go on in America. Not necessarily wrong, if that's your area of expertise, you know, mm-hmm. you know, black people getting the shit beat out of them by the cops, and you want to speak about that, go speak about that. But then when it comes to injustices in another country, rather than saying, I don't want to talk about it, you, you take the side, it seems of I, I China. Because like, like, that's after America, their biggest market is China. And I'm pretty sure it's not the Rockets are one of the biggest teams over there. Yeah, because Yao Ming played yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so he was uh, raging too. Well, there's only like 30% or something of their of their uh, income is from that market. Oh, probably, yeah. Like so it's, many it's people like that watch it over there, yeah. But um, I, I was surprised that... Yeah, I was more surprised at LeBron for keeping silent on it because of how vocal he is about everything else. Yeah, but that's the thing. If you don't know a lot about it, and maybe you should know about it, yeah. But should he know about it? I don't know. That's the thing. Do we have to know a lot about everything? Rather, I think it's one of those things. I I always have this conversation with myself, but like I always worry that if if I was to ever be in a public of of a figure of like public attention, Mm -hmm. I'd try and learn about it before you speak on it. Yeah, because I I am I get most of my political information from chuff. Mm-hmm. Because I'm very bad at learning things. Chuff looks like she's reading up on China at the moment. Oh, I am. Sorry, I was reading what LeBron said. Okay, uh. but um, I, I don't know. I, I think it's 
I don't think he does. He doesn't have to comment on it. No. Um, but I'd imagine it's is it's a difficult one for him from like a business perspective. How much money will he lose? I know he he, he has to. Shoes get made there. Uh, there was it was. I think they said something about they did something for the new space jam in China as well. Yeah. I think too. I think so. It must be tough. But then again, it's I suppose it's a it's a moral thing. But then I don't think you can really hang the guy up for not having an opinion on it. No, uh, that's why I, I wish you would have said. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So I must admit, I've just not listened to anything you guys said. So yeah. it sounds like he was just saying some guy shouldn't have tweeted. Because he said, "Why don't you wait until?" We're not in China. Yeah, to talk about China. So he said, where is it? He said... This was the damage control after the initial thing. Yeah, all right, okay, okay. So all I've seen so far is that I just think when you're misinformed or you're not educated about something, um, you never know the ramifications that can happen. Yeah. And then he's come on and said, I'm not actually talking about the situation, just the... There was no consideration for the consequences and ramifications of the tweet. I'm not yeah. discussing the substance. So it doesn't really sound like he's had an opinion on it at all. Yeah, I think that's, I think I think that's maybe what people were more upset about is that it was kind of a nothing tweet. Yeah. And I think people, again, sometimes expect people like LeBron mm-hmm. to have an opinion. But then maybe it was just him saying, like, I don't know enough about it. Yeah. Did that not happen to Jamila Jamil, though? People, like, she, I think it was her, and she was saying something completely unrelated, and people started going on about what was going on in, oh God, I can't even remember what country it was. And she was like, well, I don't know enough about it. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to comment on stuff. It was like, basically, if she tweeted anything, it was just loads of people going, what do you think about this? So what do you think about this? And she's like, well, I don't know anything oh, about that's it. What, the whole <laughs> troll culture baffles me. Like, my mum was telling me about some woman she follows on Instagram, Mrs. Hinch, or something like that. She's like a cleaning... She was loads of these, like, household hacks and stuff like that, and she's massive. But, like, apparently, like, some of the shit she gets... And this is just someone who, like, posts videos of best way to clean your house or the best way to get the best use out of something in your house yeah. and they still get trolls it completely blows my mind It's uh, I was listening to it was a really good podcast uh, the guy's name is Bill Simmons he does sports stuff mostly but he also has like pop culture and whatever mm-hmm. and he had the guy who runs Instagram mm-hmm. uh, and like I never come down hard well I probably come down a little bit harder on like Mark Zuckerberg transferring uh Moving over into trolls here, uh, probably come down a little bit harder on Mark Zuckerberg because I think he needs to do a little bit more. But it's very hard for social. It's hard to do more when you do nothing. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's. I think I understand that it is hard for these social media companies to kind of police things that go on there. Uh, just because the, just because it's uncharted numbers. territory and the numbers, yeah, the numbers. It must be like. Well, I think that you could, like, don't get me wrong, like, the whole thing with Facebook about, like, putting, not doing anything with the political ads, I think that's stupid. Like, oh, yeah. you could do something about it. He the entire team who did fact-checking here's one that before freak, the last here's election. One, here's one that freaked me the fuck out. So me and Chuff been together for a while now. Yeah. So we were, we were discussing the engagement rings. Oh, you're very thirsty right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I want that shit. But, <laughs> I want that like, shit. Megan has sent me, like, a screenshot, so not even a link. Yeah. A screenshot of a ring that she liked. I was like, give me some idea so that when I go pick it, I know what the type of thing is I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Within, and then I talked about the type of ring I wanted. Within a day, it popped up on my Facebook. Okay. Like, I hadn't searched for anything. Megan hadn't sent me a link. She had sent me a picture. Okay. Is that bad, though? But it freaked me the fuck out. Okay. And then another thing. But, but if you're it? looking for rings. 
No, but why not have rings in front of you? Yeah, on his face. How did it? When know? I haven't sent him a link. I think that could also be related to using the same uh, Wi-Fi, maybe. If you're using the same... But I searched it when I was at work. Oh, like okay. I was on a lunch hour and I was searching them and I sent it just, to you. And then what was that? We were talking about going to Mull next year. Mm-hmm. And Airbnbs and Mull popped up on my Facebook the next year. But we weren't day. talking via text about it. Because Facebook obviously monitors your calls and your texts. Like, they don't hide that. But we were talking about it to each other in the same room. Yeah. And then it advertised on Facebook, Airbnb's on Mall. Is that a coincidence, maybe? That's, it happens so often. But it, happens it does happen. It does happen There's a lot. No way yeah. It's a coincidence at all. Well, you, you got an Alexa in there now, so. Yeah, uh, but the thing is, is, I don't particularly, like, we don't do anything interesting. It's nothing exciting. It's very bored if they church my house. Also, the, uh, the TVs, if they're voice activated, they're always listening it's as well. Not. Oh, it's not. All right. Sorry, right. it's dead boring. All right. Yeah. But, like, oh, mine isn't either. I'm sorry. <laughs> Only my Come here and shame my non voice activated TV. I don't think anything owned by Mark Zuckerberg should have that sort of capability. Mm-hmm. Mm. But back to the LeBron thing, I think I think he took a lot of shit and I get what he was trying to say, but I also understand the fact that yeah, if if you don't know too much about something It's okay to say yeah, you don't. Just yeah. just say you don't, but then don't form a half arsed opinion. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If if you want to comment on something and actually read up on it so you are informed rather than yeah. just reading one tweet or one... And, and I think that a lot of people took his response, e- even though, like, Chuff was reading now, it, it doesn't directly say, I side with China. It, it's, it basically says, why are you doing that against China? And we were there and blah, blah, blah. So it makes mm-hmm. it seem as if... I think that was the, the NBA line, the company line, where it was kind of like, "Look, don't say anything about it. If they ask you about it, just don't say shit." You know what I mean? And and he was kind of doing that in a in a roundabout way. So, uh, speaking with sports, did you watch the UFC at all this weekend? I was actually I'd set an alarm for it and then slept through that alarm, which I'm actually quite glad about because it seemed like it was a bit of a non-event. <laughs> Such a dad thing to do. Yeah, yeah. I slept through it. Well, I was meant to get up, but yeah, big uh, big Jorge. He, Conor McGregor doesn't want to fight Jorge Masvidal. No, I think Conor McGregor would have said something by now if he, he did. Yeah, he has said. Oh, what did he say? Oh, he was like, he had the, the so the photo of the bad motherfucker belt. Yeah, and he, he tweeted, "I want that motherfucker spit shined." <laughs> and like, I was like, "You do not want to fuck with Jorge Masvidal." Like, no, I've I've fallen off the Conor McGregor train. I'd like to see him. I'd like to see one last fight mm-hmm. where he could cap it off. But I think the whole thing about like the rags to riches story, the classic fights he was in, I feel like he should have stopped because your story kind of now it's just getting it's just a downward spiral. When was the last time you read something about Conor McGregor that was positive? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And he doesn't get into the fights are not happening anymore, so there's no everyone's just kind of lost interest now. Yeah, it's okay to walk away. You yeah, made you your either, money. You either die a hero, or was it the, the Batman? You either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. And that's yeah. what he's done. If he'd have retired after the Floyd Mayweather fight, boom, sorry. There you go. Or after he'd, he'd won the, both championships. Yeah. But after now I just think he's got the ring rust. I don't think he'll ever actually get back to where he was. No. But Jorge Masvidal is the truth. That guy's a mean bitch. He seems like an angry young man. Also, it was good to see The Rock. Yeah, how about The Rock coming out to his own music? Oh, man. Love The Rock. I want theme music. We yeah. do have theme music. <laughs> can we can we pipe this into my office as I walk in every morning? I swear I do a better own, job. you want to get your own theme tune? Oh, no, no. I'm happy with this one. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds talk, like too much work. Can we talk briefly about the Fantasy Basketball League? We can, yeah. What's your record? Uh, one, one and one. Oh, I'm two and oh. 
Uh, so, no, nah, it's uh, I'm so fucking <laughs> shit. Oh, I'm too though. Yeah, no big fucking deal. No, it's uh, uh, shout out to Stevie Smith, the commish, for switching it over. Not like yeah. there was anything wrong with it the first time, but okay. I think the head to head is nice. Interest. Yeah, we changed the league to the head to head, so it's it's good. It keeps things interesting. Uh, Dan Williamson coming in strong with the shit talk. Yeah, that boy has been next level. There's been photos of. Everything left, right, and center. It's been beautiful. It's been beautiful. I'm it's excited. Look, I, he hit I, me early doors this morning. Like I know, flying out the gates. And this is a, a proclamation here. I'm going to throw this out there. If anyone puts a picture of my mom in that group chat, <laughs> they are those are fighting words. Oh, oh fighting texts. All right. Oh man, don't do it. It's been glorious. Don't it's been do absolutely it. Absolutely glorious. It's a joy to be a part of again. Yeah, it's a, it's a good time. I'm doing well in basketball so far. Two and zero. Doing well in football as well. At the halfway point. Oh, more than the halfway point in fantasy, but the halfway point in the NFL. I, I no longer support American football. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jets lost yesterday. To the Dolphins. Oh, that was ugly. To the fucking Dolphins. That was a, that was a bad game. That was, it was a bad afternoon of football. From the hours of 6 till about 9.30, it was terrible, terrible football. You know, it, it must have been a bad game because it was so high scoring, but it was still a shit game. Yeah. It was, it was poor. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, to the Dolphins. Yeah. Fuck Got it. the Giants next week, though. Uh, hey, uh, I if, if we can beat by the Giants, I officially <laughs> no longer support any American football team, and I'm just in it for the joy of the game. Just give it up now. It's oh, okay. It's, it's fucking horrendous. It's so bad. Talking about that, Celtic at the final, Derby final, Celtic Rangers in December. Oh, okay. Two, two Celtic Rangers games in December. Wow. Oh, how far apart? We've got the League Cup final on the 8th, and yeah. we've got a league game on the 29th. Oh. Gonna get fucking monster. It's gonna get messy. Oh, the couple manager. I'm taking the Monday. I'm working from home the Monday after the cup final. Oh no! Sunday search. Excellent times. Much excite. Um, I suppose the Rangers got in the final as well. Yeah. See, the Rangers getting to the final maybe bra, or is it bra? That's not. It's not. You know what else is bra? Bra. Oh Christ! I'm un- under pressure here. I'm guessing it's Brewer and Hall. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> I was not paying that attention. Was she was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> that did not win any better. It looked so frightening, and I'm so glad we did it. Thank you, darling. You're welcome. <laughs> Let's go back to yes. the ones from uh, from last week. <laughs> Bobby Parker, constant contributor to the show. Folk who sit. On the outside lane, doing sixty-eight miles per hour for twelve miles, then he puts about uh, about ten of those smiley faces with the flat mouth, uh, bra and off throw punch. I've done that, <laughs> but I understand why it would be annoying, and it's a gnaw. Yes. See, I, I feel like I do that. But then, if I see someone tearing up behind me, I'll pull in. Yeah, I should. I'm not. Yeah. I don't like just sit and wait for people. So yeah, yeah. I don't do it on purpose. That's just because I'm probably just daydreaming. Yeah. While I'm driving at 68 miles an hour. Uh, yeah. So definitely no. Yeah. Chuff, what do you think? I wasn't listening. No, okay, that's fine. <laughs> so sorry. That's a no. It's, it's going to no. <laughs> uh, this is my life. This is my life. It's all right. My life too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, David Hunter from DH Painter and Decorator. Um, French cars stroke vans. Enough from my pockets for starts. Oh, as he's talking about Renault and Peugeot. Oh, why are they expensive? I don't know. They just must be shitty motors. Okay. I've never had one, so I couldn't possibly. So I'll, I'll, I'll side with our sponsors. I'm going to say no. Oh, yeah. Well, 
No. That's fine. Fuck the French. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can't you say that? We have, we have a lot of fucking really? French listeners. Yeah. No, we don't have any French I listeners. I was trying to actually look at the, the world listening things. It wouldn't work on my, uh, my pod bean. It wouldn't? No, it wouldn't load up for me. Because I was interested to see. Tell us where you're from. <laughs> Tell us where you're from. Everyone's from around the 12 miles around here. Uh, Stevie Mack. Uh, he says, welcome back, Andy. Oh, sorry. I was, I was, sorry. I was having a look at the last one. What is Pulpo? I don't know. We got one from Jay West on last uh, week's post. Oh, all right. Sorry, good. Standing up at your seat in a sporting event after every little thing that happens. Hashtag, boy, sit your ass down. <laughs> That's uh, how he's written it. B-O-Y-S-T-S-I-T-C-H. Sit your ass down. Um, I don't know. I I I could see myself doing that. I've, if I've, it's a close game and you you know something, if it's a really good game, you might want to jump I, up and down. When you get off the edge of your seat. I, I'll stand up. Yeah, me too. He's tall as well. Who the fuck's gonna tell him to sit down? That's true. Yeah, you can do whatever you want, Jay. You yeah. could probably get on the field or court or wherever you want. And I'm gonna say bro because I do it all the time. I'm gonna like, say bro. Like getting up and getting into it. Me too. Uh, you threw me into the seats at Celtic Park, so I don't know how much I enjoy it. <laughs> Why was there a goal and you yeah, abused her? The one game that I took me to, we scored an equaliser and I went mental. I happened as well. Like, I ended up like three seats in front of myself at a game before when we scored a goal against Bayern. Like, <laughs> Did you fall? No, just jumping around, getting hugged by people and getting like, pulled over your seat. Oh, that sounds cool. No, it's a great time, mate. I'll have to take you to a decent ground once. i got to go to Bournemouth first. got to go support my team. Bournemouth beat Man United at the weekend. I heard, yes. Mother Cherries! I was watching... Where was I at watching that? Um, where was I watching Bournemouth and... Where was that on Saturday? Fuck. I don't remember. Um, yeah, the cher- Man the Cherries. Watching, I didn't know... I didn't, what? Were you watching unprovoked football? It was just on wherever I was at. <laughs> was I wasn't fun. actually watching it. <laughs> um, I don't remember. That's weird. Oh, I know. I was with my daughter. Uh, we were eating lunch at Sandyman. Which, by the way, let's put this on the bra and all list. Food from Sandyman. Bra and all. No. Oh, my God. It was awful. Yeah, it's not. It's so it's bad. Not good, it's not a good place to eat. I, went, uh, I was just hanging out with my non-violent daughter for a little while. <laughs> And uh, I was like, oh, let's do something just me and you. And she's like, all right. So, so we went uh, we were in town. I was like, let's get some lunch. We ended up in Sandyman. And I went to get a, uh, I got a chicken club. Or just a club sandwich, actually. Chicken club. And it was horrific. It, you know what? It t- the chicken tasted like, you ever get the chicken from the supermarket? That you, like you're trying to be healthy and you buy the bag, frozen bag of chicken. Yeah. And it just tastes like it's injected with like salty water just to kind of plump it up. That's what it tasted like. Yeah. And I was like, never again. I will only get beer from here. You go to the, the foundry. If you're eating in town, go to the foundry. It used to be spoons, but I don't go to spoons anymore. No, spoons are no good. Other Brexit supporters. Yeah. Oh. We've not got spoons in ages. Yeah, apparently everyone's like, it's not going to make a difference, but then they had like a third. Yeah, they were massively down in profits, and he went mental about it. So, hey, that's where you go. Protest. Foundry's good. Foundry's good. Oh, we'll go to the well, I, I took my mum and my nan out for lunch yesterday, and we went to the oh, Glover's Arms. What a nice boy you are! Yeah, I got to look after the women in the family. What do you want? Glover's Arms. What do you want? <laughs> I paid. What else? More <laughs> the money back. <laughs> <laughs> or half of that food. Delicious. Uh, all right, Stevie Mac. Uh, dates, bra and all, the ones you eat. Oh, right. Well, I don't think I've ever had a date. You possibly eat both dates. Yeah. No, oh, I'm saying. I'm saying. No, I'm saying. I'm saying. My mum listens to this. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> um, I've never eaten one. Ever. No. Have you ever had a date? No. Oh, no, I have had them like wrapped in bacon and everything. Like It's quite nice. What does it taste like? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite nice. What does it taste bacon. like? <laughs> Fruit of some you, sort. When you have something in something else and you don't actually know the difference because all you can taste is like 
Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is delicious. It or cheese. Like bacon. Yeah. Oh, anything in cheese. Uh, I've never had one, but I, I'd try a date. Yeah. I'd try a date. I don't think it's probably going to be my cup of tea. No. Uh, See, I wasn't the only person being uh, dirty because Ali Cook actually put a little meme on yeah. there. Ooh. <laughs> Ali Cook, you rude bitch. Ali Cook, fond of the old Connie Lingus. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> That went somewhere. <laughs> Folk, Bobby Parker. Man of the match this week, we'll go to Bobby Parker. Yeah. Always on the ball. Always. The pass. Always try to get forward, so man of the match goes to Bobby Parker. Folk for Dundee calling roundabout circles. <laughs> is that a thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a thing. Oh, yeah, Dundee, take a left circles. at the circle. What? Yeah. The circle. The circle. That. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say bra for just how brilliantly... Staff that says. Um, yeah, I'll say broad too. At Why the not? circle, take the third exit. <laughs> like D- Dundee's not even that far away for them to have an entirely different yeah. kind of oh, dialect yeah, and lingo. Different dialect. <laughs> that's terrible. Your old dad would be correcting us. He's going to get us pelters for this. I'm not slagging off Dundee. Love Dundee. I love I love Dundee more than. <laughs> Monkey Sword Fight Night out 29th of November. Dundee. Hell yeah! Hit him up. Smoke it up. Gotta get drunk. Smoke, smoke it up, up smoker. <laughs> Is that Braun now? That's Braun now. Right, okay, well, we get into a wee bit of watching and listening to... Uh, yeah, let's do it. We're keeping this short and sweet. I haven't really watched... Any, oh, ever since I saw the, the cancer thing on TV, I've been avoiding TV, so... Um, oh, no, that's not true. I watched... Um, oh, shit, what is it called? Kai's going to kill me. There's a... It's a reality show, of course. It's like a camp, and... But it's set in America, and the host is American, but it's all British people, and there's a killer in the group... I've heard about this and I was actually quite interested to watch it. I thought that'd be quite a good yeah. twist on the shitty reality TV that's usually. And it was one of those things that always happens where I'm like, why are you watching this shit? To about two hours in, I'm like, so wait, John killed her with the knife. Is that what, is so that what you're saying? You still question why you're watching this because you literally beat yourself off at every single reality TV show that gets thrown at you. Uh, I don't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you do. You were going to try and deny it. Yeah, it was but. weird, it was, but it was just kind of cheesy. But it, it, I got into it in the end. What are you yeah. giving it? Uh, I'll, give, I'll give it six. I'll give it six, six stars. Six strong six stars. Score. Six bananas. Yeah. Uh, I wa- you got anything else? Um, you go, and then I'll, I'll try I and I listened to Liam Gallagher's new album. Yeah. In preparation, we're going to see him. When's that? Really uh, a week on Friday. Oh, cool. Where yeah. at? Uh, Glasgow to Hydro. Nice. Well, it's a wee cheeky Airbnb for me and my boy Stevie Reed. Hey. Oh, no, Stevie, yeah. Yeah, he's expecting his second child. Another one? Yeah. yeah. Next year, so this is his final hurrah. <laughs> so we're going to get fucking horrendously drunk. Why, is this what happens when you have two kids? You just, uh... It's just an excuse for me to get fucking welly. Oh, okay. Uh, I watched a film called In the Tall Grass on Netflix. Okay. I went to my bed about 20 minutes into it because it was... That bad? Utter oh. pish. Uh-oh. Like, confusing. It was one of those ones where it was trying to be clever. Mm-hmm. So it's based on a Stephen King book, and I'd be interested to read the book because I think his books are quite hard to transfer on to film. Yeah. But the books are actually usually quite good, but this was atrocious, so that's getting a, a banana. Half a banana. Oh! Half a banana. And it's it brown. Was, it was gar- yeah, it was oh. garbage. Utter garbage. Um, well, I feel like I've done something else. Big Mouth? Oh, finish Big Mouth. Oh, we talked, talked about, about that last week. week. Yeah, great show. i got to start it again. Amazing. Just fucking amazing. Uh, what else? I also watched that show... <sighs> I'm 
bad with titles, but what's the one where it's like you get the your version of like the FBI, the CIA, and they follow people around, so they give them a destination, and then they have to track them down, and they have to make it to a destination. Hunted. Hunted, yes. Hunted Celebrity Edition, yeah. My favorite one is where the guy tried to jump from one boat to another to catch them. I think it was the celebrity one. Oh, yeah, around. I saw that one. And he goes, oh, I'm going to come, and misses by <laughs> a lot of distance. <laughs> Oh. Last night they had uh, one of the guys who was being hunted. His kid was sick and was in a, ho- in a hospital. And it was a cancer. I guess it's for the whole stand up the cancer thing. Um, so he went to go see the kid, and then they went to go talk to the doctor. And the doctor was like, "Oh yeah, I'll let you know where he is if you give a donation to the thing." I was like, "Yeah, it's cool. You got the donation, but that's fucked up. He's trying yeah. to win this guy. He's trying to win this game. You're selling him out for a donation to the cancer <laughs> hospital." Uh, I watched. I watched the Outlaw King on Netflix. What's that? It's based on Robert the Bruce. Oh. Um, and it's got Chris Pine in it. Okay. Uh, Chris Pine plays Robert the Bruce and Aaron Taylor Johnson, you know, the guy who was kick ass. No, I didn't uh, see that. He's an American actor. They both play these Scottish guys, and it is. I think it's better than Braveheart. Really? Uh, fucking, uh, Where is it? It's on Netflix. Oh, I'll dive into that. You, you will hate the English by the end of it. How do you know I don't already? Well, you probably should. I'm just joking. No. But like, it was, it's so good, man. It's, it's well shot. The accents are brilliant. Yeah. Like, they've obviously both had some decent work with like a dialect coach. Oh, I'm going to check yeah. that out. I like stuff like Schoon, that. Schoon and Perth are both mentioned. Oh! Obviously, Scottish kings were, were crowned at Schoon Palace. Wait, where'd you say again? Methven? Methven. Methven's in it as well, yeah. Because I'm the M-E-T-H-V-E-N. Methven. He wrote him. The Methven. There's an actual battle scene or an ambush scene staged in Methven. Oh, we don't take that shit out there. Don't knock on our doors. Don't cut our tires. Don't come out here with your swords. There is an angry guy from New York in there as well. From New York? From York. From New York. I was taking a piss like There's an angry black man standing next to Robin. I was like, Yo! So where was Robert the Bruce from? Uh, Sterling. And what's a no, Bruce? He was Ayrshire. Well, it was just like it, it was like it was like you know back then it was like the, that was his name Robert the Bruce. Oh, okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah. So he was a king. Around about. The so in Braveheart, battle that's in it is in thirteen oh seven. Yeah. Did they call him Bobby Bruce? No. No. Maybe not. But it was very, it was very good because we watched it ages ago, and then there was a trailer came up for an English king film. Which I've no interest in watching because they had no fucking. They didn't. They were the, the fucking the bad guys. But does it does it rile you up that when people think of kings and queens, they think of England now? Well, no. This film riles me up <laughs> because you sit and watch it, and then you get so pissed off that we've been putting up with this shit for fucking centuries. <laughs> oh, here we go. He's getting Since riled up. Fucking Bojo comes in. He's like, if I'm prime minister, they'll definitely won't get an independence referendum. Ah. Fuck you, Boris Johnson. Anyway, um, Outlaw King gets eight bananas. I'm going to check that out. Really, honestly, it's well worth a watch. Um, well acted, well shot. Reminds you just how fucking beautiful Scotland is, man. Like, it is a beautiful country. Uh, yes. So, yeah, really good. Um, I, there is a med- Battle of Medvin Stone in the den up from my house. So, uh, there you go. I'm basically in the movie. So. Yeah, 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 pretty, pretty much. much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else? Something else that I did watch. Uh, that's completely fucking gone. Completely gone. Ah, Bad Boys 2. Great movie. I currently watch Bad Boys 1 and 2. The entire Bad Boys thing, that gets a 10 bananas for me. Yeah. It's just, my favorite movie, probably. One yeah, my, the first one is one of my favorite movies. Fucking funny, well acted, well written, great action scenes. Yeah. Like the chemistry between the two of them is brilliant. I'm buzzing for the third one. Yes. As long as, they, as long as they just get it right. 
And they don't try and over- Someone's got to die though I don't know who it's going to be oh, But someone's got to die It's got to be Will Smith Yeah probably it's going to be Will Smith It'll be his total arc Because Martin has a family so Exactly yeah Martin Lawrence is He's looking thick Yeah he's a thick king Thick king Yeah Martin Lawrence uh, he, he had some health issues though Back in the day And I just yeah. don't think he ever really Took off the weight and Yeah I, feel like, I definitely feel like There's something else That I watched That's me That's me Chuff you got anything You want to share with the people no, I mainly watch the same stuff as you. <laughs> that whole so, living together thing, yeah. Yeah, pretty boring, really. <laughs> you, you, you got me watching. Um, who's that YouTuber? The one that done the haunted thing that we watched. Oh, Glam and Gore. Glam and Gore. That was quite funny. Like she usually does horror makeup. Yeah, kind tutorials. of like gore inspired makeup and everything like it, like uh, special effects stuff. But she did a whole series where she was going to like she went to the Lizzie Borden house and yeah. like loads of just like really haunted places. I need to show you the one where, like, just some weird shit happens. So I'll show you that later. Yeah, but that, that was a good one. It was a good watch. And we also started listening to a new podcast called Cult Leader. Ooh. Uh, so Spencer Henry, um, he does some of the stuff with Glam Gore. And it's all about some murderers and some cult leaders. And so it's called Cult Leader, which is very funny. And we were listening to the Fred and Rosemary West one, at which point he described Fred and Rosemary West being back on their bullshit. Considering how horrific they were, is one way he's, to he's describe it. Back on their bullshit. He's kind of camp... Um, a bit sort of bit extravagant but like his delivery of this these truly horrible events and people we listened to like three episodes in a row one night when yeah. we were cleaning the house so that's well worth a listen um, isn't it cool how podcasts have kind of become like that like you don't have to have the TV on I, the back I, I, you can have a podcast on it I'll, literally I will always download at least four podcasts for a journey because I know if I you know yep. sometimes you've got to be in the mood to listen to music but if not I know I'll be in the mood for at least All one of the podcasts that I follow yeah, um, I feel like terrible that I have a subscription to a music service because I rarely use it. I always use Apple Podcasts. I'm always in the gym, or if the wee man's in the car, or like if I'm tidying up and I'm in and out of rooms, I'll just have music playing. But if I'm just doing one specific thing, I'll have a podcast on. And I fall asleep. We still fall asleep listening to podcasts every night. Mm-hmm. I need something in the background to switch the old think tank off. Think tank, yeah. You got anything else you want to share? Um, no, I'm all good. Approaching an hour, that was good. Yeah, nice. Wrap that shit up then. Uh, anything else? Any other business from anyone? Well, we do have a little business. We need to talk about our sponsor. Our sponsor, we talked about the top of the show, David Hunter, painter and decorator. Yes, indeed. Thinking, time served, fully you, insured. You know what? You were talking about, I don't know if you talked about this on the show or not. Um, did you talk about the feedback you got about the garden? Yeah, we did. Yes, oh, okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm stupid. So um, I had a friend telling me about a somebody he knew who was trying to sell his house as well, mm-hmm. having a hard time selling it because of the painting inside. Okay. Uh, like, like the walls are a weird color. So he was no one gave him any feedback. I was like, look, you got to tell this guy. I think it's because of this. I saw the listing. Maybe you go do it. Why don't you get David Hunter on the phone? Yes, get him out there. Paint those walls up a nice neutral color. Mm-hmm. Maybe get someone to buy your house. Do you tell you what? Megan bought this place. It was in a shit state. Not structurally or anything like that, it just needed some TLC. And obviously I'm not going to tell you figures, but money that's been put on this house purely by decent paint job, mm-hmm. decent work, and a bit of... I've put about, I think it's 20% value on top of this. There you go. From what I paid for it. It doesn't take that a lot. Was, that no. was just done by us. Yeah. So you get a professional to do that shit. David Hunter, Who get him in there? Who knows? 
dhpainterandecorator at gmail.com or search David Hunter Painter and Decorator on Facebook. Do it. Thank yourself later. Hell yes. Thank you very much to everyone who has listened, liked and subscribed. Like I said, we will be back every week from this point forward. Hell yeah. We'll be back fully up and running once Andy Mack's got his new spot set up, which should be very soon, as long as he can swim out of Forfar. He's doing the backstroke right now yeah. and then for. <laughs> We miss you, Andy. Again, once again, apologies to anyone who you tuned in specifically to hear Andy. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! Sorry, we let you down. I just remembered one thing actually. What? I meant to tell you this some feedbacks. <laughs> I'm going to say it now because you're going to love this. So when we were on holiday, mm-hmm. my uh, my cousin was uh, my cousin Lynette. Hi, Lynette. If you're still listening, she's going to fucking go mental for telling us. Uh, <laughs> she said she started listening to the show. Yeah. And she's like, uh, that Mike's a bit of all right, isn't he? Mike's he's a bit of a what? All right. <laughs> hey! Apparently, she liked your voice. Mm-hmm. And then she Googled you. Yeah. And then it all went down. And then she licked the Mike She licked the Mike Dots. She licked the Mike Dots. Andy, girls. your title is there, sir. <laughs> what was it with women in my family and fancying the boys on the podcast? I know. <laughs> But I meant to tell you that last week. Oh. Totally weird, because that's why my cousin's feedback has been written, written in the notes for a fortnight. Why, thank you, Lynette. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to murder Oh, me. yeah, she's not inviting us back. Anyway, thank you to our Patreons. Thank you to everyone for sticking by us. You can get in contact with us, monkeysurfitpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, I, we are on Facebook, Podbean, Monkeysurfit Podcast. I am on Twitter at Wagwan Patrice. I am also on Twitter at underscore MDATS. Chuff doesn't know hers. Nope. Nope. <laughs> uh, we are also on Twitter at MSF underscore podcast. Can you also leave us a wee like and review and subscribe on yes, iTunes? Yes, please do. Uh, if you're listening on Podbean, do the exact same. Leave some comments. Get involved with any Facebook posts we chuck up. Let us know if you want to come to the night out in, this, in November. Yeah, send us some ideas for the show too. Shit yeah. to talk about. Topics that you've been debating at work or yeah. at home. We will give you a final ruling on them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right, thank you very much. We love you all. Peace. Peace. Peace.